0: that video of the monkey fucking <laughs> <laughs> Alright everybody.
1: Welcome to After Hours at the fucking Christ. I don't <laughs> even know my own intro anymore. Welcome back to another edition of After Hours at the Shop. Today we got another special guest, somebody I've known for a goddamn while. 84 years. 84 years. <laughs> 84 yes, years Sonic. <laughs> Mr. Logan Ruth. <Roos>. Ross.
0: <laughs> if you want to be professional. You can call me whatever. Logan Ross yeah. from uh, Texas Murder Crew. Texas Murder Crew. And now Deep Incision, new hardcore band in the works. Beat damn. down everything. Commit felonies to my music type beat, you understand? <laughs>
1: God damn, man, I didn't know it was that hard. This new band, yeah. Dude, so what <coughs> what made you get into all of that? Like what made you Ugh. first first of all get into the to the band scene and second of all what what made you Death Metal.
0: All right, so it all begins. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear Honestly, the origins. like, whenever I, I started getting to, like, the big four, Megadeth, Slayer, Metallica, I was like, damn, bro, this shit rocks. And then I picked up a guitar. just to learn their songs. And then I kind of got tired of those bands. And I was like, man, this is not heavy enough. And so I slowly started tumbling down, like, fucking – Brutal death metal, fucking black metal, just started going to different sub genres. And I started listening the fuck out of this music, anything like super underground. And I didn't even stumble onto a local scene until I saw Rivers and Nile at Gas Monkey in March 22nd, I think 2018. And I met. There's this moshing group. There's moshing groups in the DFW area. Yeah. Back uh, when the Pitbulls. Fucking a red electric, man. Dude, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. You have no idea. Yeah, they were called the Pitbulls, right? They'd wear the shirts saying Pitbulls and they would show up to shows and just fucking run the pit like crazy. And I was like, damn. But he was talking to me. He's like, yeah, dude, we have a local scene. I was like, fucking what? And I was just like. Astounded. So my first show was actually at Tomcat's West, which just shut down because of COVID. Fucking rest in peace. That place was awesome. It's the most damn. dive bar fucking shit ever. It was so dusty, but I loved it. <laughs> they had like drum heads on the walls of like all the bands that played there. They had like Tesseract, fucking Prefery, like all these big bands now. And they even had blood in the dance floors. Fucking drum head there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. It was like such a small venue, but uh, I saw. um back when Necrosis e- released their EP re- uh, yeah EP release show they played a fucking hell of a set Necrosis some band from Austin called uh, oh I can't remember sorry guys this is good dude it's good <laughs> but, but a lot of other bands and I was just fucking struck like I was like oh my god I went to school the next day I was like guys holy fucking shit you won't <laughs> believe what I did last night so I started getting into the fucking local metal scene like senior year like hardcore and I was, I was, I always knew I wanted to be, like, a death metal vocalist, because, like, I was, like, dude, because, like, I would, I would listen to, like, bands, like, starting sophomore year and, like, trying to scream to it. And it sounded like ass. But then I was, like, I actually started practicing. I was, like, you know, what? I think I can do it. You know, I was, like, looking for a while, but, like, most th- bands in the scene are usually the same members from other bands. Like, a Steinax, there's their drummer, Colby, my boy, fucking, um, He's in six different bands, and he's also an English teacher at high school. He's in what? six different bands. Yeah, like what, what I can't name school? all of them. What grade level? Ninth grade. He teaches ninth grade, freshman English.
1: Imagine going into the first yeah. day of high school, first period, and he's just, like, jamming out to some of his He's like music. Mr. Chamberlain. Exactly. Yeah, He's like
0: in my homie Mr. Chamberlain, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. It's, but it's it's pretty much the same people that are like actually good musicians in the scene, right. but they'll just do a different band. So like you got guys from like necrosis who are in, um, their basis is in, uh, just their basis actually is in demon seed and mortifying deformity. Right. Uh, there's a guy who's like the, probably the best drummer in the metal scene right now. His name's Brendan Shackelford. He's like, um, he just hit a big band. I forgot their name, <laughs> but, uh, Brodaquin, That's what they're called. Uh, and he's also the live drummer for Dissent which they're huge. They're like, they tour everywhere. Yeah, And, you know, a lot of these people do, like, uh, different things. So, it, you know, there's like the same, good musicians. So people, whenever they're starting a band, they're like, hey, I want this guy and this guy yeah. and this guy. And we're going to do something a little bit different. It's usually the same shit.
1: Um, Just they want to try something a different way. They yeah. want to have pe- different people in their group. Yeah, pretty okay. much. They want to have the same people with, with that
0: they know that are reliable yeah. and to have gear type thing. Oh, okay. So, like, getting an entry, like, as a death metal vocalist, was very, very hard. Um, but then one How'd day, you find that out? Or, like, how'd you get your foot in the door? I, I got lucky, honestly. You got lucky? So,
1: I was at... They took a chance on you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was at TXDM Fest, uh, Texas Death Metal Fest. So, TXDM, Texas Death Metal Yeah. Fest, that's, that's, like, the, the brand name of it. Um, there was a bunch of bands playing that night, and one that my friend, uh, who's now our new bassist, <laughs> got me hooked <laughs> on was Texas Murder Crew, and I was like, okay, because they're slam, the are pure slam, and their guitarist is, well, our guitarist is uh, ex-Devourment, Devourment's big, like big they band. invented yeah. the genre big, they, they, they're like the f- grandfathers of slam. Which really? is a huge genre Yeah, it's, that, it's like that chun 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 chun. You know, it's, okay. that, it's that Groovy shit <laughs> Like, makes you want to Fucking, like, beat down someone And I was listening to her set I was like, fuck yeah, dude I started going around Moshing or anything And then a couple sets later um, I think This band from Tennessee Intercell started playing Their bassist Was just hanging around the pit uh, So, like our old bassist Tim And I was just going around. I was going nuts, dude. I was fucking like, I was drunk off my ass kind of, but I was just like (laughs) fucking jumping and like screaming, but he he heard me scream and he was like, bro, he caught me by a fucking water cooler. He's like, yo, do you do vocals? I was like, no, but I want to. He's like, bro, try out for Murder Crew. I was like, all right. (laughs) This is like old Murder Crew. Like no music has been released. I mean, not even still, but like old logo. But on Friday. It it was was a bit dusty. On Friday though. Yeah. First EP coming out first EP comes out august 7th on slam worldwide and on comatose music yes sir so it's gonna be good how man. many songs six songs six songs. so intro uh cursing humanity beneath my feet destroyed a witness and everyone's last breath and stronghold beneath my feet's fucking banger bro <laughs> <laughs> you're excited yeah, about I'm, that really, I'm so excited dude it's been so long it's been the uh, band formed in uh, 18 i joined in 19 and we
1: 2020
0: is is our ep debut finally we get some fucking shit out because everybody's been demanding it really yeah we're we probably like the longest band in the scene to like not release music if we played shows we had these songs but we just didn't no downloads
1: no nothing no nothing
0: we had a couple demos on youtube but it was we just needed something solid you know yeah like a like a solid platform it's it's been it's been going real good though like we've we got a solid sound. We we know what we're striving for, especially fucking Kevin writing riffs because he's he's absolutely insane. Just like the pure what, genius, the pure genius and absolutely monster on guitar. Like I, I feel bad <laughs> that But hero. he's he's like forty something man and he's fucking insane. God, damn. he wrote one of the most legendary songs in death metal history. It's called Baby Killer by Devourment. He wrote that shit. <laughs> so I know I'm a good by hands.
1: himself pretty much yeah god damn yeah. yeah you are in good hands man you better you better take care of him oh I am it's <laughs>
0: we have it's, it, it's 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 a lot to deal with I don't know man I'm just it's just so good for me though because like I've remembered when i the first day I like tried out I was like, holy shit dude, there's no fucking way but like i I put my fucking mic like I got on the mic for the first time I was like Oh shit! I can actually do this shit. Oh yeah, yeah. that was
1: your turning point. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I sounded like shit, like compared to when I first started. Like it's just, it's very good to be in a band because like actually practice and like I've I sound way better over the years. Yeah. Like uh, even people that like I was jamming like my other band today, they're like they heard me do vocals. I'm gonna do vocals and they're like, oh shit, bro, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just feels good to kind of like flex it on people. Like yeah, I can do death metal vocals. Yeah, you it's know, just one of those niche s- things. You something know? slight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just fun, man. What does that do to your throat, man? Uh, it fucks up your throat if you do it wrong. You have, to, uh, you have to use your diaphragm and use your throat as, like, a little bit of an amplifier and to change, right. and to change sounds. And all about tongue movement, too. It's 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 hard to get at first. I um, mean, you can watch a couple YouTube videos, but that ain't going to do shit. <laughs> because you, you, that's need to, you need to just do it on your own and find yeah. out. And I got a lot of good advice from, like, other vocalists in the scenes. Yeah. Like, my boy, uh, fucking uh able aka dead grinder now. <laughs> He's uh helped me out a lot. Well, on Twitter you're Pit Demon. Pit Demons. Oh uh, yeah, so the man of pit bulls man. No back when so the Pit the Pit bulls broke up, basically. Uh most of the pit bulls were that was like, the
1: moshing group, right?
0: Most, yeah, it's the moshing group in here in D F W put bunch of fucking pussy put mo- Pushmosers, as the hardcore people say, we are the pit demons. Are not liked by the hardcore scene, and it's it's understandable because most people in that scene are either elitist or they just want to talk shit. And I, I'm like, all right, whatever. Which but which group are you? Are I'm a, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I am a pit demon, but it's it's nuts, honestly. I mean, I was wanting to be a pit bull back when it was thriving, but a bunch of shit happened. I still don't understand what really happened, and. Shit went haywire. <laughs> about, they were about 26 members deep and about 22 left. Tw- oh, wow. All 22 left and went to go to uh, be, No, that's wrong. 14 members because there's a thing called the, like the OG-14 of the Pit Demons. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so 14 people formed the Pit Demons and then... It's just our own motion group. It's been almost our year anniversary just hit, too. Really? So it's only been a year. and We've, like, had 2,000 likes on Facebook, and, like, we're very well known. It's pretty much the same thing, just a different name. Man. And it's, I, don't know, I don't really like the name Pit Demon because it makes me seem like a Satanist.
1: And <laughs> right. I'm just like, ah. But it's cool. <laughs> the the, the
0: logo's cool, in my opinion, because it's more of a death metal font. compared to old english and there's not that much it's more like a strong democracy so everyone has a voice and it's it's run like a biker gang but it's not a biker gang it's because so like we have like we have like the the board members they have like their meetings and shit You have the og 14 people who are above the members and then uh then you have prospects oh okay so literally like a biker gang (laughs) like prospects are just people we scout so if we're like hey uh this guy's been good. We'll be like, Hey, you want to be pit demons? They're like, okay, cool. We'll surprise them. Be like, you're a prospect now. And it'll be like, cool. They'll be like, yes or no. Usually, yes, no one has really turned it down. And if they do good, or if they're like, it's pretty easy. All you do is just show your face a lot and just be
1: around at shows and mosh. And then <laughs> you'll get the shirt. It's nothing crazy. This world that you're describing. Yeah. Beyond my comprehension. Yeah, this it, it exists. <laughs> this is real. I, I bet 99% of my listeners, no clue what you're talking about at all. Yeah. But it's metal, man. It's it's literally it's shit yeah. we do, man.
0: <laughs> I fucking love it because it's just, it, it really blew me away. Like when I first went to my first couple shows and because like I was at school, I was like, bro, dude, the new infury just dropped. And everybody's like, what? what but everybody's like, mean? bro, dude, the new Post Malone, bro. And I'm just like, what? But like in the metal scene, like. Just meeting all these people, and I'm like, they're like, "Yeah, dude, I know MiGwa." Yeah, I know fucking Rivers and I. I'm like, "Oh shit, these are my people, bro." I'm <laughs> like, "Yeah, you speak my language now." It's it, it was just like such a relief, but you know, you found your pack, man. I found my fucking pack finally, dude. <laughs> fucking god, I cannot, I, I just can't do mainstream music, man. And like my biggest, the like biggest reason I'm like so strong on metal is because like, or like any sort of form of like hard music is like whenever someone's screaming. That's the rawest form of emotion coming out of them. That's their last fucking like stand. Like Man. it might not sound cool. Like it is an acquired taste. Like d- like don't worry. When I listened to my first black metal album, I wanted to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like it was. I was just like, this is awful. And, but that's that, and it's also the hardest type of music to, to play out there. It's not the hardest, however, it's definitely very hard, and it's very the least rewarding for doing so. Like you when won't do you see say di- that. What's up? Why is it the least rewarding? Because you're not going to see Dying Fetus get a Grammy. You're not going to see any of these bands with... Because they have such a violent image, no one's going to sit down and take Tim seriously. You know, it's just not generally accepted because it's all over the place and chaotic and, you know, it's not really PC friendly, you know?
1: (laughs) So would you... Would you rather keep it as how it is? Oh, like I would love you're... to keep
0: No, if it got popular, I'd hate it. Oh, really? I would fucking hate it. Do you think most people that like death metal would agree with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I mean, most people in death metal or most humble people you meet. The nicest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life are in the metal scene. Right. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't think They just kind of look scary. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they do. Like most of these guys, like, so I have a homeboy in the Pit Demons. Um, and, like, he has, like, a bunch of, like, he's, he's basically tatted. Uh, right, head to toe, prison tattoos, and if you just get like one hard look at this guy, you're gonna be like, ah, ha, 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 I. <laughs> I bet man. But, like, I remember the first time I first talked to him, I was like, Oh my fucking god! I was like, Holy shit! Like being a Frisco oh, yeah. kid, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, Oh
1: <laughs> shit! What the fuck? No. So, it, so this is gonna sound like pussy shit to you, but I went to the Devil Wears Prada oh <laughs> word <laughs> concert when I was like, I don't know, ten or something with my cousins. And uh, everybody in there, I had nightmares for a week. But honestly, swear to God, nicest people I've ever met. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They they saw me. I was like a little younger. They were like, oh, man, you want to go on my shoulders so you could see everybody Mm -hmm. and everything? And then, like, Dimash, like, started behind us and we got (laughs) pushed on. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. I miss that shit. You know, uh,
0: Devil Wars Prada, um, one of their songs is number three in the top five gayest breakdowns. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fucking facts, bro. Look it up on YouTube when you get a chance. Top 5 gayest hardcore breakdowns. It's fucking true. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, man, it's But yeah, back to what I was saying is like I don't know, dude. Like I just I think the main reason like everyone's just like on metal is like uh yeah, it's heavy. It it most of us are kind of fucked in the head, and that's what the music's there for. And most of it is super creative. Like, most of these metal lyrics, if you read them, like, first time I read Cannibal Corpse lyrics, it was, like, literally, like, about, like, dismember dismembering a girl, like, a dead girl and, like, nutting inside her and, like, shitting inside her. Like, all these... It's just so crazy to see how creative these people can do to dismember a body that hasn't been done before. <laughs> or, uh, that's more of the death metal shit, but then you get more progressive. Shit's mostly, like, existential crises. It's very deep stuff. Black metal is mostly hey, Satan, well, Lamau. <laughs> but there's some very good, like, pieces of poetry that come out of the fucking metal, like, just, like, in your face, this is reality, and it's definitely, like, made me think a lot, it's definitely made me, like, way more mature and think about life differently,
1: you know, it's, it's I mean, it's, 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 I'm glad, man, this shit exists. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I read some poetry that about dismembering a body, maybe I would <laughs> think about it yeah. like differently. Yeah,
0: pretty much. And that's a problem with like today's standards with how everything is and cancel culture. A lot of people, I'm afraid in the future melt that it's going to get lighter. Like it's People are just going to stop talking about, we're going to fuck these dead bodies. It's not rape if she's dead type shit. Most of these people <laughs> are saying this for sort the of shock value and okay. just trying to be creative. Like, no, no one really means it. Yeah, I get it, but, it you know... It's kind of out there. Yeah. I mean, it's not re- there's not really cancel culture in the, the metal scene, but hardcore, yeah. You gotta right. be in your... If you're gonna be in a band in the hardcore scene, you have to be, like, a politician at this point.
1: Really? But then
0: again, most of the shit people are getting canceled for is just, like, sexual assault and shit like that. It's... I don't understand it. Like, it's just don't
1: fucking assault woman, period. It's not hard. Right. It's really Dude, not fucking hard. So some people would say that like death metal ensues that kind of action would like nah, that's not bro. true obviously hell no it, it it gives a way
0: for people to ensue, vent it. to vent it yeah. if anything no one's a fucking psycho murderer and shit we, we're fucking we just like dark shit you know like watch horror movies we're like yeah. you know we just like stuff that people don't like And there's a a community for it. And if there wasn't a community for it, then you're going to get people who can't vent or can't relate to anyone else. And then, yeah, they're going to do that shit. So, I mean, thank God we don't live in, like, the 80s Reagan era where metal was, like, if you listen to metal, you got discriminated against type, you know, fucking white America. We're way past that shit. It's just i don't know man it's just i just wish people had more appreciation for music in general because that's what it really is because it's 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 some hard shit to play it it's some oh yeah fucking it takes a lot of time and effort to to even write a fucking metal song uh it, it just pains me really to see like some of the easiest shit and some of the most uncreative shit is Really popular. Like I don't care. Like there are some very popular metal bands. Gojira is one of them. Gojira is probably the most famous, not anymore, but death metal band. Like they right. have some heavy riffs. They had some hard fucking lyrics, and they're actually pro like, pro, like pro like non global warming. I mean, but you know like pro environmental, yeah, type shit. And uh, same thing as Slipknot too. Like they they're not really death metal. They're more like new metal, but you know those those types of bands, I'm glad that they, because they're out there to be like, yeah, this is a hard style music. It exists, it,
1: it exists and here's a good starting point for some yeah. people. Uh, How but, about if, like, somebody calls themselves a metalhead, and then it's like, yeah, my favorite band, Slipknot. <laughs> that just comes to the point of elitism. It's like, there's, there, you're going <laughs> to
0: encounter a lot of elitists in the, in the scene, and I hate them. I hate elitists in general. Like, you listen to whatever the fuck you want. But... Don't tell me what to listen but, to. But, however, like, if you're just going to say, like, you're hardcore into metal and you're a metalhead and you listen to Slipknot, I'm going to kind of laugh at you. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to show you some real bands. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Slipknot's good. I, I can't stand Corey Taylor's voice, but they they have some pretty good songs. Right. Yeah, most people in the scene don't like them because they're popular. And yeah, I that shit needs to stop. You can like popular music, guys. It's not hard. Because, <laughs> like, most of our shit is underground. So, like... It's people are just trying to flex on each other. Yeah, I'm listening to shit with, with 100 viewers on Spotify. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's music, dude. <laughs> like, oh, I just, I, just, I just don't like the new, like, uh, the e-girl trend. The, the new goth shit. Okay, like, yeah. first off, goth isn't cradle filth. You probably you don't know what I'm talking about. but like, no, <laughs> but, <Not at> <laughs> <all>. <laughs> Like, the true goth shit was, like, Baja's, Joy Division, like, the industrial shit in the 80s. And... All these fucking <laughs> girls coming out now is like saying, Hey, I'm goth. Uh, Billy Eilish, Melanie Martinez, the Hot Topic
1: now. It's <laughs> Whatever like, wow. they play on Hot Topic yeah. radio isn't real goth music. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's not at all. I would assume so because I don't think real goth people show yeah. at Hot Topic. Like,
0: I, I'm not even concerned about the style. It's just, I don't like how they act unique and say, and you know. Because you're not unique, you'll find someone else that looks exactly your fucking style three steps down. Like, <laughs> it's it's not hard at all. I I just really wish people like just went out their fucking went out their boundaries and like explored music, explored different styles, and yeah. try to find their own shit. It's like fucking hell, man. It's I don't I don't I don't get it, dude. Just yeah. you do you, man. Don't conform to what everybody else. Yeah. I, that's that's all I have to say on that man. I could go ranting hours on this <laughs> shit, fucking.
1: So you talked about having all these house shows before we started. Word and uh, like where where's your favorite place to play? Is it at like Ooh. a venue or is it at a house show? Or oh, talk man. to me a little bit about,
0: f- about that I, kind of scene. I would take a house show over any venue because the energy and also a lot less people can show <laughs> up and it, it just feels feel like it's it's more exclusive, it's more one on one. It's like you see the person in front of you. There is no stage. Like the the spot basically is my boy Key's house over uh in Euless. And that's where the Pit Demon's house shows are. Um we we put on hell of a shows. Um I recently stepped up and started putting them on myself. Um but we've had a lot of good bands play there. We had um I'm trying to think. We the last show before COVID that we we were going to have there, we were going to have a band come from Oklahoma City called Apparent Construct, and they're good. They oh, are yeah. very well known, and um, it's it just gives an opportunity really to be like, hey, here's a fucking house show. We're gonna tear some shit up. Keith had to put plywood reinforcing on his walls because so many holes were in it. People got thrown on walls. We've had four music videos at his house. Kill Everything had one. Reviled, uh, Electric Vengeance. Another band, I think so. I think three actually, and but they've all good to kill everything. One had like 30,000 views, and it's just everybody moshing back when, when they were pit bulls in the pit Bam. and while they're playing. <laughs> yeah, they that that's like the spot, man. Um, it's it's good because it's usually like three bands. People just fucking get thrown everywhere. It's wild, dude. Keith right. usually makes his trash can punch. He gets like one of those brute gallon, like thirty gallon, like trash cans. Yeah, the gray ones. It, yeah, it just fills it up with liquor. It people get fucked up. People get fucked up at his place, man. It's god damn, it's, man. It's awesome, dude. I love it. Uh, That's god. wild. But like venue wise, man, Tom was a shit. It was it was. It Where's felt like at? home. It was in to- uh, Fort Worth. Oh, so, okay. right, uh, so pretty right close. across. Yeah about an hour from, from where I live at least but um, it's literally across the street from the rail club and this is when the rail club wasn't really prominent so like TomCast all local shows were there. we had national shows there we had fucking Spike come there. there it was like an MMA match bro you get a hardcore show at TomCast This shit is fucking nuts uh, I, we had yeah. <laughs> bro, we had Hunt the Dinosaur bro. Hunt the Dinosaur is one of the bigger local bands they, they got bait because they go like really fucking fast and people <laughs> memed on it and then my bro job came through. Attila played there. Fuck them, they're awful, but they're fun. Um, like really good national bands would come through. Signs of the Swarm came through. It was it was a, it was very very good shit. And every time we played, it was just, it was like home,
1: man. Like fuck, dude. Exactly like a home show. Well, it was yeah, or like, a house. It, show. it just
0: felt normal, like I was surrounded by my homies. This is like it was it was the spot. So we definitely took a blow when that shit got shut down. And also my first local show was there. But I, I, it seems like we're going to migrate to the to rail club. Since that's up and running, it got shut down. Uh, not recently, it did, because they had a show protesting COVID. Right. And they were like, fuck COVID. And I mean, they I don't really agree. It's like, just stay closed. However, the place can't stay open if it's closed. And they still... Greg Abbott said, hey, bars can stay open as long as you're not making more than 51% of liquor sales. And Rail Club was like, what the fuck? We don't sell food. That's bullshit. And yeah, I get yeah. that. Like, that's, kind of, that's you know, that's fucked. Like, you're, most of these bars are going to go out of business. However, bars are not essential. Then that's yeah. where I, I'm like, okay, you, I get it. You're going to go out of business, but like, there's, there's a greater bullshit. thing going yeah. on. That's where I stand on it. That's, I was like, just fucking stay closed and everybody's mad at them. But, it's a okay. good we played there once uh in, uh february 15th with prophecy. Uh, they're old school. Like they they're from the Devourment era. They never really took off like Devourment did, but they're they're pretty solid. Um it's it's a, it's actually like a national venue. Like it's a, a big stage. There's actually like a backstage and everything. It's they have a screen. Uh the sound's very very good there. Very good. And the the place is huge. You can hold like 600 people they were going to have rotting christ there another big band from greece uh septic flesh played there before they, they shut down
1: so you said from greece all mm-hmm. right so it's worldwide yeah yeah. Okay. You know, a lot of a
0: lot of a lot of when <clears throat> these bands t- uh book tours they will i don't know how they do it but they will at least pick v- venues in an area so like whenever okay. they want to come to dallas They'll, they usually choose Gas Monkey okay. because Gas Monkey is, like, the spot. Gas Monkey is great sound. It's so easy to get to. Parking's amazing. Yeah. Live just shut down. Rest in peace. But Live didn't really have any national acts. Right. It was Bar and Grill was, like, the shit. Outdoor venue. Fucking, it was awesome. I saw a hell of good shows there, man. Because, um, like, most of the venues in fucking Dallas suck because you have to find somewhere to park. And it's, like, fucking... I'm gonna run five homeless people, and it's just like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. House of Blues and shit like that. Canton Hall, oh, fuck off, dude. I saw Between the Barry to me at fucking Canton Hall, and they were like at the end of the show. I was, I was trying to fucking get um, their vocalist attention. I was like, I was like, bro, can I get a settlist at least? Security guards are just pushing people out at Canton Hall. I think it's like as soon as they end, yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to get people to fuck out. Huh. And Gas Monkey, it's like, it's like, that's like the basically the national version of like tomcats is like oh, okay. we we knew as soon as they the security <clears throat> saw a bunch of people with pit demon shirts or pitbull shirts coming in they're like okay we don't have to work tonight because like if some shit happened in the pit we we were like all right bro we, we, we break that shit up. Like, we we, we we run around, we hit each other, but, like, actual fighting, we don't do that shit. Like, so, like if we, somebody gets seriously hurt, mm-hmm. y'all are like, oh, okay, everybody or, stop. Or if people start swinging, or, like, actually, like, it's a lot of drunk people. A lot of these right. no-name drunk people who will come to shows and try to have a good time, they'll get in a pit, and then they get hit, and they get all butt hurt and then... They'll grab the guy who hit them and like try to fight them and shit because they're drunk off their ass and we'll just break that shit. Normally, security will look over and try to rush, but they see us and they're like, "All right," they'll like step <laughs> back. <laughs> they got them. Yeah, it,
1: it, it's it's fun. Yeah. Um. So what's the what's the main goal, for, you? Me? Is it to to play internationally? Yo, yeah, yeah. International. To- I want to
0: play internationally and uh, be comfortable being a full time musician, like live comfortably. And like right. just just focus on that, uh, or just anything on the creative side. Um, I just want tour. That's all. I just right. want to go to play some places and play and music. Play music. Yeah. Fucking get drunk and talk to like a bunch of like foreigners. That'd be <laughs> awesome. I, I want. I definitely want to go to play big festivals too. Like Wacken Open there is the biggest metal festival. Right. That place is lit. I want to go. To that also Obscene Extreme. I think in the Czech Republic. It's like an outdoor venue. It looks. It's a party, dude. People are just like fucking like fucking shaving cream everywhere, beach balls. People <laughs> are dressed up like a fucking, like, It's the all, Coachella Hawaiian. version of metal. Yeah. People <laughs> are just going nuts. Like, absolutely crazy jumping on stage and just having a good time. And that's, that's just shit I just want to do, man. It's It just sounds so good. And we were going to go on um, some
1: sort of tour, I forgot. But that got canceled because COVID, bro. Do you think as soon as this COVID stuff is over, y'all will be back on the train? I mean, we are. I mean, it's
0: definitely even, it's good for the bands because... Most of these local bands, were just playing shows and having fun, but it makes these bands get a break, be like, all right, let's record some shit, let's okay. get some shit out there. Um, uh, people start throwing new ideas. There's a lot of releases from the local scene recently, so it, it's definitely good, but miss shows. Uh, there's like no s like I don't I'm everybody's like oh 2021 people are like giving like a end date for COVID and that's that's not happening. No, there's not. You're not just gonna wake up one day and then you see the news make oh yeah COVID's over. Well now here we go. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a fucking while. It's probably gonna be till 2022 honestly before even we have a first national show. But it's it's just tough, man. I just I just want to. It's just hard to like with shows is going to be like the last thing ever to like happen because no one wants to go to a show with a mask on, especially in the mosh pit performers. Just, they and can't, sweaty. performers can't play with a mask on. It it just, you, if you're going to ask the drummer of flesh got apocalypse to play their entire set with a mask on, he's going to look at you guys and say, fuck no, <laughs> because then a the guy's playing 330 30 BPM, like drums all day. Like he, <laughs> th- th- that shit just doesn't happen.
1: He's gonna pass out, probably. <laughs> by, by the time he's done,
0: yeah, the need to breathe. They think it's it's rough, man, and like it it just feels weird. And social distancing at shows that doesn't happen. No one fucking social distancing. No one no one gives a fuck. Like it's just, ugh, it's,
1: it's just rough, dude. It's not what it's about. Yeah. It's up close, personal, in your face music. Yeah,
0: exactly, and that's how it should be, and not. I don't know what the future is going to be like.
1: Especially whenever it starts to blow over, I just want to see how things are going to be, you know? How quickly do you think it's going to come back to normal? the, the size that it was? Because I feel like death metal was getting a little traction. Oh, definitely. And maybe now that everything with COVID, it's kind of wiped all that progress away. How long do you think it's going to be able to get this big again?
0: I mean, it's, it's, as far as the local scene, it's still here. Everything's just like on standby. Everyone's ready to go. Um, as far as nationally, I don't know. Uh, but the bands aren't stopping. Music's coming out. A lot, even fucking cattle to cap after writing their new album, they came out with a fucking quarantine song. (laughs) It was called (laughs) Bring Back the Plague. (laughs) It was, it was fucking lit. But like a lot of these bands are just, coming out with, like, these, like, music videos of them just playing at home, really, hits. Nice. I mean, it's not going to stop. It won't. However, the future, death metal in general, that's that's the big that's question. That's the question. Because there's only so much you can do with blast beats because I personally, whenever I hear a band like Cannibal Corpse or Death or... What are these OG fucking death metal bands? I'm just... I just hear the blast beats, and I'm like... Cool. And then whenever I, I mean, they did it first, really. So cool. But whenever these newer bands do the same shit, and people are like, hell yeah, I'm like, it's noise to me, man. Like, I want, you got to do something different. And that's that's what I'm really concerned about, at least locally, because most of these bands are sounding the same as bands before. I mean, it's good to have influences, but it's also good to change things up. Right. And that's what I really like about Murder Crew Because I wouldn't be in the band if Honestly if, if we didn't have a unique sound Yeah we're slam, slam's over fucking done But we have a unique Slam sound u- Unique groovy slam sound, it's weird I don't know how right. to put it It's very different And I, I just don't know, I just want to see what the next subgenre will be Because right. it, it's, it's been long overdue For a new subgenre And it's gonna fucking happen I'm just, I'm just excited to see what it's going to be are see you see to hype train
1: are you going to jump on it as soon as it if it's shows good. its face <laughs> if
0: it's good that, mm-hmm. then i might Shit. so i've noticed a lot of bands that have been going towards like electronic route though like one of those local bands uh called the dark divide are very good they bring in a mixture of like imagine like the cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack with metal in a way it's it's basically like chiptune metal yeah all over the place shit. It's, it's good. And that's the that's, way I've kind of seen it going towards electronic shit. And mm. I'm like, no, I can get down behind
1: it. But do you ever venture out into kind of like that? As you said, subcategory or I, I would,
0: the only subcategory I would ever see myself getting into is Dojin metal, which is based off a game called Toho. <laughs> it, it's an anime game. So, a lot of these it's weird because most of it is in japan so instead of bands they have circles so at least what i take from it is circle is like the next step of a band so they'll get a bunch of bands to collab under a circle name and release it under a circle name very weird there's yeah. this one called barrage m ring and they had like a bunch of these big name dojo metal bands like write songs from whenever first starting and they would just reached Barrage Hammering One. One arranger side, producer side. It was, there was a lot of sh- shit everywhere. How but, many people is that? That's probably like... <laughs> a lot, man. I can imagine organizing that. That would suck. Like probably
1: close to 50 people. Yeah, but you wouldn't have to
0: do any work if you were the circle because you, you're not making any music. You just re- get the tracks and release it, mix it, whatever. <laughs> but uh, the, mel- the melodic shit... There, there is one band that I, that's, will never be topped, in my opinion. I've even got a tattoo of them. Nabla the Scarce from uh, Melbourne, I think, if you're listening to this by any chance, sorry if I got your location wrong, but somewhere in Australia. And they brought in a violin and cello. But cellos uh-huh. are more of a backtrack, but violin, their clean vocals plays it and sings sometimes. And most when people when bring in a the violin, they don't do it right but these guys did something completely fucking different right. like it's hard to put them in melodic death or progressive because just kind of combined both of them and said They're this is just bad. Uh, but anything with melodies man that shit is good like if you got some nice leads then yeah. that's that's my shit I mean I do love the groovy shit that'll make me want to kill someone but I prefer that live Plus, like when I'm at home I listen like really like melodic fucking music just kind symphonic of vibe, shit then. too and i don't know I, I have faith in it though because there's a lot of crazy shit that happens like i remember uh, seeing first time Dimmu Borgir, just big not black metal anymore but big metal band and they had they performed live in oslo norway at their hometown sold out show they had a whole orchestra yeah on the left like a whole hundred piece orchestra on the left side of them <laughs> and like a hundred people in a choir on the right just because that's what type of music they're symphonic so they already have those but they play in a backtrack but live they had it all like i'm like bro that is insane what were they wearing like, they were they wearing were- a lot i know the choir was wearing robes like fucking yeah. like cult robes and then like the orchestra they were wearing the tuxedo's they're like oh that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, I know, it, was, it was so crazy but er- like there was no mosh pad at that show people were just like holy fucking shit this i don't nuts. think
1: you could because you just everything you would just be like sensory oh <laughs> yeah. overload it's fucking
0: insane that's the uh flesh Guy apocalypse too they do the same thing and they were they were touring with a fucking orchestra and touring. canceled <laughs> canceled bro it got
1: because of covid mm-hmm.
0: yep oh my. that was that was a big show it was gonna be a house of blues i said fuck house of blues but i'm going to that show <laughs> <laughs> that, that was gonna be a good fucking one man yeah just take the dart down there what's up? the dart yeah, I could, train. but yeah. that's, I don't want to go on the dart. It's like, I'm not that broke. <laughs> I mean, no, it's just uh, easy. Like it's not, not, n- it's not No offense, of people broke. use the dart, but I just don't want to do that. I don't, I don't really like it. Hey, that's I, I feel very uncomfortable own. on the dart. <laughs> each their own, man. Fucking our old base is used to dart every band practice because he didn't have a car. So I had to pick him up at Royal Lane Station. I would see crackheads everywhere walking around that bitch. I don't want to be on the <laughs> dart, bro. Hey. People would be smoking
1: crack and like the elevators go up to their train. God, yeah, damn, man. Right, fuck that, man. So where where is a uh, metal? Like where is the metal city of the United States? Ooh, of of the United States? Yeah, I don't know. I know locally, or okay, of Fort Texas. Worth,
0: Fort Worth, Fort Worth, and North Texas. I don't. I haven't really been down. Okay, like past like like I haven't been to Austin or San Antonio. We were gonna play our first San Antonio show in April canceled. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh fucking definitely Fort Worth is where it's mostly at. Um uh I see a lot of bands in the scene based out of Fort Worth or that area, Decatur, Waxahachie, all of that place. Okay. Um Dallas is more punk. Punk, okay. I see there's more of a prominent punk scene in, in Dallas and then hardcore is all over the place really yeah. they're mostly centralized in like the Bedford Hearst area though okay it's it's very weird but most of these hardcore shows will be in the most places you wouldn't even think of I went to this one over in uh, Hutchins Texas oh it's I Huck- thought the barbecue place yeah That's I know. The- it, I think it's the hometown of the barbecue place I think, really I I think I hope so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in the Hutch- there was there's like oh.
1: Yeah, yeah pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, fucking hell, man. It was a fucking... Like a, it was called a shop. It's literally like a warehouse. Hey, after it's I like an abandoned shop. warehouse, really. It's not abandoned, but it's it's run, but it's like it has that feel to it. It's the worst sound ever, but holy shit. Like, the light, the power kept going off and everything. It was the. They don't give a fuck. They will throw the show anywhere.
1: It, it's, That's electric, though. Yeah. I bet going into oh, that man. situation as a band and you're like... All right, man. Let's they're fucking like, do it. Like hell, yeah. The bands <laughs> want that. They don't give a fuck. It uh, it did start in Texas, but out of all places, it was, uh, it was Princeton. No, well, Princeton, Texas. Princeton uh, for Hutchins. Where the fuck yeah. is that? Princeton. Uh, you keep going. Uh, that way. Eldorado. On a uh, oh, word. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Over oh, right, Greenville.
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck that place. <laughs> the one with the POW camp that uh, oh, yeah, got turned into a baseball field. What? Yeah. Damn! Yeah! Wow! And then I a bunch America. of Boy Scouts go camp there every year. That must be weird. See much of ghosts and shit of like,
0: Vietnam soldiers. Dude, I have. Yeah. I was in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> 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 fucking hell! <laughs> I wanted to be a Cub Scout. but My dad's like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> I'm <laughs> so glad I didn't. Hey, dude. Because like all my friends were becoming ones. Because like, I went to Vega Elementary over McKinney. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit was a shithole. <laughs> fucking dude, our principal got fired because we had the lowest tax test scores in the fucking state of Texas. God word. damn. Yeah. yeah, Word to that. <laughs> <laughs> word, bro. Yeah, the, everyone was a Cub Scout and I was like, yeah, I, I'll want i do it. Fuck it. Why not? Because I was a trend person. <laughs> and My dad's like, fuck no, we're remember, broke. <laughs> uh, remember Tanner Elliston? Oh, fucking hell. I remember that motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a Marine now. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout he out to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah he actually fucking did it. Yeah. Same with JR. And, uh, yeah, shout out to all of our, our military folks. Yeah, for real. You guys are, I, you wouldn't do I would. I literally had a dream last night. Not It was a nightmare that I got enlisted into the army and they're like, you're going to Iraq. I was like, motherfucker, dude. Yeah, I was like, a, I don't want to do that. I don't want to die. <laughs> you know? It takes
1: a different human. <laughs> yeah, for to real. Be in the I military. would never do that shit. It, so, uh, he was in my Boy Scout troop. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah, and uh, him and one of my other friends were playing with matches. Oh, and so they uh, they did something called a flaming Hitler, right? Well, what (laughs) a flaming Hitler is what they called it. It, So they put the the match on the match strike slit, and then they flicked it like a paper football, and then it would just send it uh, like rotating, and then it would hit something. They would flick those at me. (laughs) motherfuckers. (laughs) All day. Dude, that motherfucker's like a straight
0: sociopath. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know how he passed the background (laughs) check. Like, I'm gonna be real. (laughs) I don't know, man. This is a fucking nutcase. We'll see. I don't give a fuck.
1: Oh, my God, dude. So. A lot of shit, man. EP. EP. Coming out Friday. Friday, dude. What else you got going on? We got,
0: we have five new songs written waiting to be recorded. Very nice. Uh, we probably gonna go to the stu- uh, studio of the guy who mastered our tracks because we were self recorded them last time, right? And they sound like shit, but the guy mastered them made them sound amazing. So I'm like, okay. Do you if think it's go gonna s- be cheaper this time? I think it's gonna be expensive More to actually expensive. record. Yeah. Okay. I know uh, some local band won't say their name because confidential confidential information. They paid a uh, ten thousand to drive to Missouri to record and mix and master. Their, I think five songs LP
1: five songs. Yes. So, I'm I'm not a big music person. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the difference between uh, EP, LP? EP album, is usually demo, extended play. Okay. LP is long play. Long I play. Think that's
0: it. EPs are usually like a demo, but they've been refined. Okay. So bands usually start with a demo. Here's the raw recordings All that right. we we tried our best with as a band. EPs here's the same. Ro- songs that were recorded or like an like two songs off the demo and two new songs and it's usually like four or five or six songs and it's like this is the first shit we got out right or this is we're just trying to get something out lp is the whole the whole thing the whole long it's the it's the (laughs) it's the real deal um it's usually like 40 minutes okay 40 an hour Okay. But it doesn't have to be. You can call it whatever. Like, there, I know some LPs out there that are 11 minutes long. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it, it, as long as they have the songs out there. Like, grindcore bands usually stay within about their longest song, will be about, like, a minute.
1: How long yeah. is your longest song?
0: We have about six minutes long. Oh, okay. It's called, uh, it's from one of our newer songs, uh, Every Life Comes With death. Death sentence. We call it Elk Watts because that shit's long. <laughs> <laughs> Elk Watts. Yeah. We, we have three
1: vocalists on that track. You and two others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, so we have two vocalists. So it's me and Brent Wells. So he, we just go back and forth. Uh, we, like, Viljahara is another band that did two vocalists. They just go back and forth, back and forth. He has a certain style. He's fast, in your face, and I'm just slow like guttural slow and i can do some highs here and there but i'm very excited to see like our newer music come out because it's we all wrote them as the band like our current lineup so it it sounds very solid and everything's very tight on it uh so earlier you talked Oh. Well, the no, problem is it. lyrics, man. Writing lyrics is hard. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is rough, dude. Just writing know? vocal tracks is is difficult in general. Everything's hard, man. Yeah. I thought it would be easy, but fuck, it's way easy to cover, man. Oh, fucking fucking cover bands, dude. You know how like cover bands get hell of money. Really? Like, they get paid more than local bands. A, a, the minimum guarantee for a cover band will be like $300, $400 a play anywhere because really? people just will just show up and be like, oh shit, these guys are going to cover Iron Maiden songs. Hell yeah, I know Iron Maiden. And then they'll just yeah. listen to the songs that they know live and just have a couple drinks and sing to it, even though how shitty they are. They, they like that's the money. Like I fucking hate cover bands. Cause, Nostalgia. Yeah. It's nostalgic, but that's not your music. You didn't yeah. come up with that. you, you didn't have any partaking in that and you're profiting off of it. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> sorry if anyone who has a cover band listening, but god damn it. Like <laughs> write your own shit, man. I mean it's fine that being a cover band, like with, like smaller bands, in my opinion. Like bands that have broken up. Or at least oh, okay. like throw like a cover song of a band that's not around anymore, like on an E P. That shit's dope.
1: Okay. Like, so like tribute to them yeah, rather than
0: tribute to to the people taking their inspiring you. Okay. What we did, we we covered uh, Devourments, fucking uh, choking on bile. Because Kevin wrote uh, Molested Decapitated. He wrote all the guitar tracks, as far as I know of. not Maybe all of them. I think Brian Wynn from Kill Everything did some of it, too. Or whoever the fucking guitarist was. I don't fucking know. However, um, we were playing a show... Fucking uh, brain dead brewing festival, Devourment headline that bitch because they're like the biggest vocal death metal band. Yeah. They're 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 not the new Pantera, but right. they're of brutal death metal. Yes, yes they are. Uh, we we covered choking on bile. Bef- which is their song right before they played we were playing before them we co-headlined with them basically oh wow. yeah and we cut i literally i was drunk as shit i was like man fuck you Devourment. we're covering this better than you <laughs> and i gave him uh-huh. a heads up before we played. i was like i walked up to their bassist dave Spencer. i was like yo we're covering this song tonight he's like oh cool i absolutely want to hear it. i'm like damn right <laughs> we killed that shit bro that was like the best song we played that night Dude, I bet it felt good. It felt so it, it was like, like a big fuck you, but it was it's like a fun like rivalry. It, it was I feel like game. we have a fun rivalry yeah. we have going on, at least. I feel Kill Everything feels the same way because there's another local band called Kill Everything. Brian, their guitarist. Well, the original thing was it was Kevin, which is our guitarist now. Uh, and then their vocals. I forgot their name. I think it was Michael, Mike, and then Brian. All extra environment. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like a fucking super group. To to AIDS. Damn. That's why they had, hit so much traction. And so what we plan to do moving forward is to have like some sort of origin show. We're gonna have us, Killary thing, and environment play, hopefully in the works, maybe. We'll see.
1: <laughs> well Yeah. Thank it, you for coming out, man. Yeah, no problem. We gotta dude. wrap
0: it up. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. We <laughs> can talk for hours, dude. Dude.
1: We'll have to have you on when you're when you're world touring like you, oh, you said you wanted to. Yeah, give me two years when this shit blows over. <laughs> All right. EP on Friday. Word. Where can they listen to
0: it at? You can listen to it. I don't know. I know we're selling CDs, though. For Where are real. you selling CDs at? I'm selling CDs. I'm selling them. The whole band's selling them. Uh, Comatose is also distributing them. Sound of uh, White Noise Records is distributing them. Uh, Comatose, I don't know if they're putting it on digital. They right. might. But it'll definitely be on Bandcamp and it'll definitely be on Spotify.
1: Alright. Yeah. So and YouTube. YouTube?
0: Yes, sir. What what's the YouTube? YouTube. It's gonna be on it's gonna debut on
1: Slam White YouTube channel. Slam or white yes. YouTube channel. Yep. What's your Twitter? Because you post At some, Roost the oh, Goose, baby. At Roost the Goose. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, for no coming problem. on. And thank you guys for listening to another edition of After Hours at the Shop. Word. And uh we'll see y'all next time. Alright.